Hello. And thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of the Struggles, Strength, and Success Podcast. I am your host, Prophetess Sharon Thomas. And we are delighted that you decided to come and join us again on tonight. We are delighted and we are so thankful for your support and for your participation. And so on tonight, we have a special guest. And so on tonight, we're going to be discussing endometriosis. And so on tonight, we have a special guest. She's all the way from Garfield, Georgia. She's a wife. She's been married for seven years. She does have a daughter that's seven months old. And guess what? She is a praise and worship leader in her ministry. And also, she is a person who have been in um, having a problem with what we are discussing on tonight. And so I want to introduce to some and present to others none other than this woman of God, Gazzy White, all the way from Garfield, Georgia. God bless you, woman of God. God bless you. Hi, how are you tonight? <laughs> all right. God bless you. Thank you so much for just coming and uh, making the decision to receive the invitation to come the invitation to come and discuss something that's very dear to myself as well as you and I'm sure a lot of women because um, there are more than 200,000 cases in the U.S. each year. And so we're going to be discussing endometriosis. And so we thank the Lord for having Gazza White with us on tonight. And she's going to share her experience with us. And so right now we're going to allow her space to tell us who Gazza White is. <laughs> well, first of all, um, Gazza White, above all else, I am definitely a child of God. I am a lover of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. I am a worshiper. Worship is near and dear um, mm. to my heart. I just became, well, I've been a wife for going on um, six years, six to seven years in, um, in actually Valentine's Day. So I'm excited <laughs> to celebrate yes. my anniversary. Um, I am a new mommy. My baby girl will be eight months old, uh, the 22nd of this month. So we are excited to celebrate that um, with her. I'm a worship leader, as I stated before. And what I love about the next thing, I am becoming um, this journey with endometriosis, this journey just with becoming a new mom and being a wife and uh, just everything all together now. Yes. I am learning to see who Gazzy is becoming. Uh, in the future. <laughs> yes, that is wonderful. And she's growing and, and we thank the Lord that she has been married for six years. That is a blessing. And she is a praise and worship leader. And so we know that, you know, it's good to sing, you know, quartet, but there's nothing like worship. And so yes, she's a praise and worship leader. She will lead you into worship. And so on tonight, 
as we discuss um, endometriosis, um, Gazi, could, could you describe the symptoms you experienced before diagnosis? Yes. Um, so before diagnosis, well, just to give a general overview of what endometriosis is, it's mm -hmm. when tissue grows outside of yes. your So it's like all that tissue and just and it just causes a lot of pain. Um, before I even knew I had endometriosis or what endometriosis is because a lot of people don't even know what it is. Yes. Um, I, yeah. I was experiencing extremely heavy cycles and mm -hmm. um, not like the norm, you know, maybe heavy for a couple of days and then it's light and then, you know, it eventually it'll go off within like, mm -hmm. you know, that five to seven day um, time frame. Mm -hmm. Well, my cycle was extremely heavy, like to the mm -hmm. point to where I would have to lay in bed or lay close to the bathroom because I mm -hmm. knew every 30 minutes, every 30 minutes I was up going to the bathroom. Um, right. I, I was very fatigued, extremely tired. Mm -hmm. Like I would sleep for uh, those first three to four days. I would just sleep. I would have to be in my bed sleeping. Um, yes. My hemoglobin was very low, um, which caused me to be cold a lot. Um, of course, you know, when your hemoglobin, hemoglobin level is low, you also crave ice. So, of course, I had the ice craving mm -hmm. symptoms. Um, and I had major cramping. Mm -hmm. Like... I mean, it was to the point where a heating pad wouldn't do, hot tea wouldn't do, mm -hmm. um, you know, um, uh, uh, pain pills wouldn't do. Like, it was just extremely painful for me. Yes. So I knew something was off. Mm -hmm. And so um, during those times that you was experiencing these pains, um, was your life or work or family time disrupted due to the symptoms? Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> um, with being, uh, you know, still newlyweds, I mean, we've only been married for a small amount of time. So, right. of course, my was definitely affected a lot because at the time, even before I was diagnosed, I knew something was, was wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, so there where you know where friends are going out having fun there are so many engagements I had to pass up so many um you know just outings I had to say no to and mm -hmm. I wasn't at liberty to speak on because I of course I wasn't comfortable with speaking yes. on what was you know I mean let's be real if you tell somebody well you know yeah it's my cycle and it's really heavy you know mm -hmm. most women a pain pill and they'll be they'll be good to go you know take a time mm -hmm. on they're good to go so unfortunately I wasn't that that girl so okay. it just became where it was shameful um mm -hmm. I missed a lot of huge moments in friends lives and even family just mm -hmm. because of how I was affected by um this particular disease uh work I had um, coming out of high school, because I've always had this issue. I just found out about it a couple, a few years back. Okay. Um, actually, in 2015. But even coming out of high school, um, there are jobs that I couldn't stick with. Even in my adulthood, yes. I couldn't stick with jobs because I would miss a lot of days. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, a employer wants you to be there when you're scheduled to be there. And right. for me, about yeah, about six to seven days out of a month, I knew I wasn't going to be able to work. So. It was a lot of great job opportunities I had that I had to pass up. Um, and just my life in general, I feel like was really affected because okay. of the lack of 
um, not knowing exactly what it was and how it affects women. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my life is really affected by this. Yes. And um, so I know I understand that your life was affected by it because I'm sure, you know, having that pain, it kind of, um, you know, paralyze you because you're yeah. like having so much pain that you, you really don't want to do anything except lay in the bed. And like you said, take medication. And most of the time they did not help. And so um, as you were going through these symptoms and having this pain, were there any procedures and our treatments before you received a diagnosis? Before my diagnosis, no, ma'am. I didn't have any um, procedures because the first mm -hmm. procedure that I had was what told, you know, the doctor and myself that, you know, it was endometriosis. But before then, I just kind of had to get through it. You know, I had to um, just lay in the bed until the pain was over and I was mm -hmm. good to go. I mean, I would always dread the month, like this experience. Um, and I've told all of my friends and family and those who know my testimony, um, this experience definitely left me, uh, and I'm still getting over it today, but yes. let me kind of come to, and just almost afraid when it comes to, um, you know, your menstrual cycle, because it's like, even now, when I do experience, you know, uh, my menstrual cycles, I'm it's always that little bit of fear in the back of my mind, like, oh my goodness, I hope it's a month. Or even though, you know, I've overcame it and yes. I've had baby and everything, like there's still that thought in the back of my mind, like, well, is this it? You know, is this it? So, yeah. Okay. And so as you were going back and forth to the doctor, um, what was the diagnosis and how did, you know, what procedure did they use to diagnose you? Yes, ma'am. Um, so I would, of course, go to my doctor visits and, mm -hmm. um, you know, he would, I'm sorry. Yeah, we tried birth control, um, mm -hmm. but of course, given that's like a general thing that's given to help regulate your cycles and birth okay. control didn't work. Um, so that's when he noticed that the different types of birth control didn't work. That's when we went in and had surgery. Mm -hmm. It's um, a laparoscopic surgery, basically where he, you know, goes in with a camera and sees um, if there's anything uh, like blocking or any tissue, which I have tissue, scar tissue on the outside. So um, that's when, you know, it's basically in layman terms, scraping, scraping off the tissue and then okay. having the DNC to remove it. Um, right. And that's, after that first surgery, I was told that I had endometriosis, but I only had stage one. And okay. I believe if I'm, there are four different stages. Yes, of four it. different stages. <laughs> yes. yes and so um, as she was stating before that um, endometriosis is simply a disorder in which tissue that normally lines the uterus grows outside of the uterus. And with endometriosis, mm -hmm. the tissue can be found on the ovaries and the Philippian tubes and mm -hmm. in the intestines, on the intestines. Yeah. The, um, it can be found, that that tissue can be found. And so um, when you were diagnosis, now diagnosed, and I also understand that it is also common for someone who have in the meat Was that something that the doctor 
um, revealed to you that you were infertile? Well, yeah, because we we figured out because I um, would, you know, menstruate for so long, like it would be sometimes it would last for, you know, seven days. Then there were times where I can recall it would last up to three months. Mm-hmm. So that's what caused my hemoglobin levels, hemoglobin levels to be so low. And what would happen during that time, I was not ovulating. So okay. of course, if you ovulate, then, you know, it's hard if you, you can't get pregnant because that's the process. You have to ovulate. And then that's, you know, how you can um, conceive. So um, we figured out that I was not ovulating. And um, that's when we, you know, tried the different methods as, even after having the surgery. Okay. We tried the the different methods of birth control again, and even fertility pills, because there was a time where, um, in the beginning of my marriage, we got married in 2016. We started mm-hmm. trying for children in 2018. Mm-hmm. So around that time, I'm saying 2017. I'm so sorry. So okay, by that to 2018, and the whole endometriosis thing came about. We knew something, my husband and I knew something was off. I mean, here we are trying to have a baby, but we were not having a baby. And then mm-hmm. uh, when we did became pregnant, we had those two miscarriages. Okay. So, yeah. And so the miscarriages were um, a product of you having endometriosis. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And so, um, so after the two miscarriages, and I know that you probably were, you know, disappointed. So what happened after you had the two miscarriages? Were you continuing to try, even though you were diagnosed with endometriosis, did you continue to try to, um, yes. okay. Oh, you can go ahead. I'm, I didn't mean oh, to cut you off. continue to try to, you know, um, have a baby. Were you um, trying or were you like in the back of your mind, like, I'm not going to try anymore because, you know, I know I have endometriosis and I know what the doctor told me. So were you going to continue to try to have a baby? Yeah, definitely. Um, because, of course, I knew the report that I had with endometriosis mm-hmm. that I know that we were trying to, as far as my OBGYN and myself, we were definitely trying um, to find a way for my body to ovulate every mm-hmm. month. We were definitely that. Uh, but God promised me, I knew God had promised me a child. Yes. He showed me energy. And so I was like, okay, God, I know, you know, what we're finding and I know what my body's doing, but I know the promise that you gave me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I after that second miscarriage that I had in early 2018, I got discouraged. I'm not going to lie. Discouragement, mm-hmm. depression, oppression, mm-hmm. all of these things came and it was overwhelming at times. Okay. Um, but I great support system. Um, mm-hmm. My spiritual, my parents, my family, friends, they encouraged me and they helped me walk this journey out to where I couldn't do anything but believe. Even when I was in disbelief, it was like, God, I believe, but help my unbelief, you know? So yes. they definitely helped me along the journey. And um, it got to the point where I put it in God's hand. I had to put it in God's hand because for me, worrying about it on a daily basis is draining, mm-hmm. um, especially see everyone else around you pregnant. And the very thing that you want, it yeah. seems like you can't. 
So it got discouraging, but with the help of just, of course, praying and worshiping yes. and fasting and truly, truly surrendering it to God and then my support system, um, <clears throat> I let it go. And then I had my last surgery okay. in 2000. And after I had that final surgery, that's when I just took the time out to just strictly focus on myself and my relationship with God. And then uh, a couple of months after that, if not a month after that, I was pregnant. So let me ask you a question. What, what was the surgery for? The surgery was to go in once again and see if I had any scar tissue. Okay. Um, because. Back in 2019, I started the whole process over of bleeding and mm-hmm. not being able to stop. Um, and my, hemo- my hemoglobin level dropped low again. So okay. um, I went in to see, okay, something is causing this bleeding. And mm-hmm. he did the mass scar tissue. So oh. he went in, he removed it. So was that scar tissue also causing pain? Yes, ma'am. It was causing pain, causing the bleeding, um, all the symptoms, you know, the heavy cycles, it was causing all of that. Okay. So now after all of the procedures and you're praying and fasting and seeking the Lord and trusting his word and believing, you know, the promise that he made to you, what happened? Oh my goodness. In (laughs) 2000, um 19 i became pregnant and the craziest thing is this time after we had the surgery um i was on birth control pills because he put me back on he said oh, let's regulate your cycle um okay. make sure everything and i became afraid because like i said once you go through endometriosis yes. you have that fear of continually bleeding you have the fear of the pain right. um so while i was on the birth control pills um i actually just i was like okay you know what i'm afraid i don't want i don't i don't want anything to cause me to bleed again so i was like you <laughs> right. know that i'm just going to be careful <laughs> right <laughs> and so i thought i was being careful <laughs> and um i am blessed to say without any medication you know i didn't have to get put on facility pills or any of that nature um my yeah. husband and i and we have uh baby zoe <laughs> yes so yes ma'am. You know, that is an awesome testimony because even though after all of the pain you know it, i guess it was worth it you know all of the yeah. pain that you endured and going you know having all those doctor visits going back and forth to the doctor having those procedures done and then having someone speak to you and tell you hey speak it over your life and say you know it's impossible it's going to be hard for you to have a baby you may not have a baby but yet you held on to the promise of god and so that is a testimony because it doesn't matter what man say it's what god have the final say and as you know you and i were discussing and i was saying you know there there are there were seven barren women in scripture and all of them produced except one, and that was David's wife, Michael. But Michael, but all of them produced. And so, you know, even in the barrenness, God will bless, and you are a witness and a testimony. And I'm so glad that you are sharing that story 
that even when it, the, the odds are stacked against you, God will still fulfill his promise in your life. Yes, yes ma'am. Yes. And so, uh, Gazzy, do you have any encouraging words you would like to say to someone who is, you know, experiencing endometriosis or are experiencing, you know, barrenness and feel like, hey, I, I don't think I can produce because this is what the doctor told me. So do you have any encouraging words for that person? Yes, I would. I've always loved to um, tell women to leave your options open mm-hmm. um, because I I got to the point where we, uh, it was a point where I was like, okay, God, even if I know, even mm-hmm. if I can't, I know you are still able. Yes. Um, and I left my options open. I said, okay, you may want us to adopt. You may, you know, want this option, that option. It was never, if I don't have children, this is it. No. Um, so I would definitely encourage women to leave their options open. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, see that love through different avenues of, you know, having a a baby, uh, adoption, fostering, different things of that nature. Um, But I would definitely say to hold on to the promise that God has given you. It may not come when, and it seems so cliche because we say it all the time, it may not come. Yes. It's going to come one time. And of course you a lot of times you don't want to hear that when you go on through situations like this, because I know I didn't want to hear it, right. but it's so pro to hold on to the promise and know that in God's timing, that's mm-hmm. when you're ready. And I would also encourage women who are going through this to, to connect with someone who can speak life into you. Yes. Um, that is the biggest, the biggest thing, because there are moments in this journey where, uh, where you don't necessarily have the words to say for yourself. And so I do believe people in your life to encourage you to -hmm. tell you, Hey, I know you're hard, but you got this. Come on. If you can't, you know, do it yourself, I'll do it for you. Like have friends who will lower you down to Jesus when you're not able to, you know, get there yourself. So, um, or lift you up, you know? So Mm -hmm. definitely, um, I would just say those things. And, Miracle signs and wonders are still relevant in today's time. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Yes, ma'am. Amen. You hear what she said? Miracles, signs, and wonders, they are still happening today. And she is one of those that had a miracle in her life. And so we thank the Lord for her on today. And we thank you and um, for tuning in. And Joyce Hayes said, God is faithful. And yes, yes he, he is. is. He is always faithful. And he is faithful to his promises. Everything that he said that he was going to do, he does. And yes. he performed miracles. And like, you know, sometimes me and my husband discuss, he will blow your mind. And do things for you. And I'm so happy for you. You have your baby. And and I know that, you know, that was a prayer for you. And I know you was praying like Hannah, just praying to the Lord. Lord, do it for me. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so, you know, um, endometriosis is um, sometimes people um, take it lightly. The people mm-hmm. that don't experience it. 
because they don't understand the depth of it and they don't understand the pain of endometriosis. And, you know, I know in my experience, I had pain, um, so much pain. And I know, you know, my husband was praying for me, but God is faithful and he will deliver. And so, you know, I know sometimes um, people often wonder how do you get um, endometriosis, but, you know, we're not sure of how you get it. We're not doctors. <laughs> we're not trying to diagnose anybody. But we are yeah. just um, having the information that we know of and that we research um, about endometriosis. And I know, you know, mm -hmm. you can have flare ups in, with yeah. endometriosis and it yeah. can be intense pain and you can have pain in the thighs, pain in the kidneys and pain in the stomach. So if you are experiencing those things, please go to your primary care doctor and have mm -hmm. them check you out. And um, so you can get diagnosed. And as uh, my previous guest said, you know, go to the doctor so you can be diagnosed so you can, you know, pinpoint what it is that you need to pray for. And so That's God true. can, God will deliver us. And um, I'm so thankful that you have your little one. Her name is Zoe. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> and we thank your husband for allowing you to, you know, come and share with us and, you know, um, being there as your support system to, you know, that you may come and share with us. And so, uh, Gazzy White, could you tell us um, your cash app and how people may contact you? Because I know that you're a praise and worship leader. And sometimes people want uh, praise and worship leaders to come and minister in their services. And so could you give your contact information and also your cash app or PayPal information because someone may want to don't send a donation or you know bless you with monetary bless you with funds. Yes, ma'am. Um, well, as far as my cash app information, it is the money sign, money tag, Jazzy okay. J. C Z I E Gaz G A Z Z. So uh, money money tag Jazzy Gaz. Um, my and contact information as far as bookings is my email, which is my first and last name, Gazzy White at gmail.com. Okay. Um, I also have a page uh, as well, a booking page on Facebook, which is just Gazzy. So if you search Gazzy, you'll see um, that information there. So that's how you can definitely contact me um, for bookings or if you want to bless through via Cash App, you can do that as well. Amen. Yeah. So we are so thankful that you decided to come and share your experience with endometriosis and the miracle of the birth, you know, like Abraham and Sarah. You know, a lot of people say Sarah laughed, but both of them laughed when God said that they were going to produce. But, you know, yes. you know, things seem like it's not going to happen. But as you are a living testimony and a witness that God yep. will still do, no matter the pain, no matter you, how you suffer, no matter what the doctors say, God always perform what he said. And so thank you so much for coming and share with us about endometriosis and about receiving a miracle from the hands of the Lord, because he is not slack concerning his promises. Everything he said he was going to do, he is going to do. So thank you all for tuning in. And um, 
we want to just wish you a blessed, have a blessed night and just continue to pray for one another. And if you know somebody that's experiencing endometriosis or if you experiencing, go to the doctor and get diagnosed and then pray the prayer of faith. And if you pray the prayer of faith, God will heal you. So thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of the Struggle, Strength, and Success Podcast. I am your host, Prophetess Sharon Thomas, and we had a special guest, Gazzy White. And so thank you so much for tuning in, and please do have a great day in the kingdom of God. God bless you.